0: Jai Radha Mada Bakunjabi Hari, Kopijana Vala Bagidi Jai Radha Mada Bakunjabi Hari, Vala Rashodana nana braja janadana jana jamuna tiravan chari Kunjai radama Yashodana nana braja dana danjana jamunati da vanachari. O Jai Radha Madhava Kunjabihari. Bhupi yashodhana nana bhaja nana, nana jana jama natiravana chari na The first time hamana gopi jana bala Varara o Ayo, da na Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Ram Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Bollo bollo. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare I Rama Hare Rama I stack, Hare. Hare Ram, 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 look framed is so like on harinam sankirtan hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram Hare ram 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 hare hare jaye radha kala chandi radha kala chandi radhe radhe hey Jai Radha Gohovinda Radha Gohovinda Jai Radha Madha Jai. om namo
1: Reading from Shrimad Bhagavatam Canto one, chapter five, text thirty-six oh. Kurvanaya chakarmani, chakarmani, chakarmani. chakarmani. Bhagavach Chikshaya Sakrita.
0: nanti, guna namani, nanti guna namani
1: krishna syanu smarantica
0: Kurvāṇāyacca-karmāṇī
1: Granantiguna namani, namani
0: Krishna Shyanu Kurvana
1: Yachakarmani Bhagavach Chikshaya Sakrit Namani Krishna Shyanusmadanticha. Kurvanam Kurvana. while performing. Perform. Yacha thereupon. Karmani. Karmani, duties. duties. Bhagavat, the personality of Godhead. Shikshaya. Shikshaya, by the will of Asakrit, constantly. Grananti takes on Guna qualities, Namani names, Krishnasya of Krishna. Anusmaranti constantly remembers Cha and Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki. While performing duties according to the order of Sri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one constantly remembers Him, His names and His qualities. Purport. An expert devotee of the Lord can mold his life in such a way that while performing all kinds of duties either for this or the next life he is con- he can constantly remember the lord's name fame qualities etc everybody give me one name of krishna kalachanji madhava madan mohan Gopal, Mohini? That's good. That's good. That's a form of Krishna. So then, um, I'll, i i got to come up with one too, right? Shama Sundar. Now, fame. What's fame? Thinking of the fame of, of Krishna. What would be an example of Okay, Krishna's lifting of Govardhan Hill. Bali, we'll all go around. We'll all do one. We all did one name each. We'll do fame, then we'll do equalities, and then we'll continue the purport. There you go. Krishna's famous as the supreme personality of Godhead. Sometimes we may think, well, oh, how's he fame? No, you go around, you tell people, Krishna's God it's because we, we think that all the living entities on this this one planet Earth are so significant actually in the unlimited universe especially the, de- the Devas they may they know Vishnu's God yeah that's more like but uh, yeah then you know most of the people they're worshiping God so God is all famous. As kir gopinath means one who stole the sweet rice, which everything belongs to him anyways, but he stole what was already offered to him, but he became famous as one who steals for his devotee. (laughs) What? Okay, the beauty of Krishna. Nice. Yeah. Personal, personal example of how Krishna is famous in your own consciousness. Okay, now we'll go through qualities. Oh, I was supposed to do one uh, at how Krishna. Um, he's famous for playing his flute. Everyone knows that he, you know is the best. And actually, I read in one of Shiva Ram Swami's books that he learned how to play the flute from Radharani. Because Radharani is like a name, like Gandharvika. That's the original name. One of the... She's the original um, artist of dancing and singing. She teaches all these arts for pleasing Krishna. So, <clears throat> qualities... Expert in talking And the um, part of that is that he can speak to any living he can speak Sanskrit to the most you know intellectual personality. He can speak to the, the language of the animals. Very communi- communicative right Nectar of devotion and the qualities of Krishna. And then let's go around qualities. All right yeah the four things one of them is madhurya or venu madhurya right the sweet flute playing that vishnu may be an expansion is an expansion or is krishna but there's four qualities that krishna has that even vishnu or narayan or all the other expansions don't possess quality bali Krishna is Madan, like Prabhu was saying, Mohini. The, the Madan Mohan is another name for Krishna. The, he has created the material energy which is attractive, but it's called Madan. Krishna is Madan Mohan. He attracts even Cupid, unlimited Cupid's. And Radharani is Madan Mohan Mohini. And Lord Chaitanya is Madan Mohan, Madan Mohan Mohini. Gorpurnim ki. Gorpunima. I was told by, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Nityananda Chandra. That the, to say Purnima. Okay, let's carry on. I'll start over. Purport. An expert devotee of the Lord can mold his life in such a way that while performing all kinds of duties, either for this or the next life, he can constantly remember the Lord's name, fame, qualities, etc. Just like devotees, even if you're doing pujari service, there's still a lot of them sing the maha mantra or sing prayers or listen to their guru, listen to a lecture of Prabhupada. So while doing any devotional activity, the hearing and chanting has to accompany all activities. And it's not like, you know, this is, oh, we're... We're doing this, and then once we reach perfection, then we'll we'll stop. What's going on in the spiritual world? Mother Yashoda, she's making milk preparations or doing her activities in the house, and she's thinking of Krishna's qualities, Krishna's activities, and making songs, putting them into songs. And in one of the purports, Prabhupada said, this is a very easy way to remember something. To put it into it, just like commercials. Like growing up, we used to hear commercials and they would put a little jingle to it. And you know, it would be the stick in the mind. And then you'd have that name of that company or something in your mind, probably even today. I shouldn't ask you to go back and like bring it up. But we have all these things in our mind from movies or commercials that they put to little music because it was catchy. So put it to music, you know, just like uh, Kalakanta Prabhu has written and poeticized the Bhagavatam and the Bhagavad Gita in English to let it sink in and to ultimately remember Krishna's name and fame and qualities. So the order of the Lord is distinctly there in the Bhagavad Gita. One should work only for the Lord in all spheres of life. In every sphere of life, the Lord should be situated as the proprietor. According to the Vedic rites, even in the worship of some demigods like Indra, Brahma, Saraswati, and Ganesh, the system is that in all circumstances, the representation of Vishnu must be there as Yageshwar, or the controlling power of such sacrifices. So whenever there's a Vedic sacrifice, there will always be the Shalagram Shila. And that's what Prabhupada is referring to there. So it is recommended that a particular demigod be worshipped for a particular purpose, but still the presence of Vishnu is compulsory in order to make the function proper. Just before coming here to give class, I was listening to Prabhupada getting ready, a Prabhupada lecture, and Prabhupada said, even to merge into the Brahma Joti, those that want to forget Krishna's personal form, you have to worship Krishna. So you can't, if you want to worship the demigods for some temporary, um, result, you still have to worship Krishna. So for any activity, and then I heard that, you know, in any, in karma yoga, in jnana yoga, in any aspect to get perfection, there's some devotional service has to be there. Apart from such Vedic duties, even in our ordinary dealings, For example, in our household affairs or in our business or profession, we must consider that the result of all activities must be given over to the supreme enjoyer, Lord Krishna. In the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord has declared himself to be the supreme enjoyer of everything. His Holiness Devamrita Swami, he said that, you know, everybody in the material world, we're here because we want to enjoy separately from Krishna. Or in other words, that we want to take, we want to be the center of all loving exchanges. Or in other words, we want to be God, right? Sometimes as devotees, we don't think, oh, you know, why is Kalachanji there? Hopefully, we don't think like that. As devotees, we don't think, oh, I should be next to Radharani. But, to the degree that we want to enjoy separately from our relationship with Krishna, means that we're trying to take Krishna's position as the supreme enjoyer. And it goes against our own enjoyment because intrinsically we're meant to give pleasure to the whole, give pleasure to Krishna to serve the supreme enjoyer and, and as part and parcel we enjoy, and even more. It's like the section in Chaitanya Charitamrita talking about the position of the servant, talking about how Lord Chaitanya comes. Gaurpranima is coming up, and there's one of the reasons that Lord Chaitanya appears is to experience the pleasure that his devotees experience in serving him, right? Krishna is the object of all worship, but seeing his devotees experience so much pleasure, he becomes curious or desirous of tasting, what is that pleasure in loving myself? So he takes, not that he takes, he's eternally, Lord Chaitanya is eternal, but it's explained like that, that to taste the pleasure of the servant, he comes so the service spirit is even more enjoyable than the object of service. Although Krishna is the supreme enjoyer. So, you know, we just have to get... <laughs> also, that, that can be tricky too. If we, then we think, you know what? I should serve because then I'll enjoy more. Then that'll also block the real... Because the real pleasure comes when, when we just want to give pleasure to Krishna. And then that, because that's the true nature of the soul, as being part and parcel of Krishna. I'm just going to try to read the purport now, okay, Prabhu? And then not know. So in the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord has declared himself to be the supreme enjoyer of everything, the supreme proprietor of every planet, and the supreme friend of all beings. What shloka? Is anybody of Bhagavad Gita? I think he's referring to No one else but Lord Krishna can claim to be the proprietor of everything within his creation. A pure devotee remembers this constantly and in doing so he repeats the transcendental name, fame and qualities of the Lord, which means that he is constantly in touch with the Lord. The Lord is identical with his name, fame, etc. And therefore to be associated with his name, fame, etc. constantly means actually to associate with the Lord. The major portion of our monetary income, not less than 50%, must be spent to carry out the order of Lord Krishna. Not only should we give the profit of our earning to this cause, But we must also arrange to preach this cult of devotion to others, because that is also one of the orders of the Lord. The Lord definitely says that no one is more dear to Him than one who is always engaged in the preaching work of the Lord's name and fame all over the world. Do you know that shloka? I don't know it. It's in the 18th chapter of Bhagavad Gita. No one is more dear to me than one who preaches this message of Bhagavad Gita. Okay, so yeah, it's 1869. Nachat it tasman bhavatina anya priyattaro says there is no servant in this world more dear to me than he nor will there ever be one more dear Oh, sorry, the the verse before it says, for one who explains this, this supreme secret to the devotees, pure devotional service is guaranteed. And at the end, he will come back to me. So text 68 and 69 of chapter 18. The scientific discoveries of the material world can also be equally engaged in carrying out his order. He wants the message of the Bhagavad Gita to be preached amongst his devotees. It may, this is one sentence I read earlier that it, if, I don't know, it seems like, it may not be so done amongst those who have no credit of austerities, charity, education, etc. Therefore the attempt must go on to convert unwilling men to become his devotees. I think this is where Lord Chaitanya, then it says, Lord Chaitanya has taught A very simple method in this connection. He has taught the lesson for preaching the transcendental message through singing, dancing, and refreshment. I think that's clarifying it, that that more of the kirtan should be, you know, spread than... And once people get a little purified in chanting, dancing, and refreshment... (laughs) And coming in contact with Krishna through kirtan, then, you know, the intricacies, more or less, you know, should be explained of Krishna conscious philosophy. So as such, 50% of our income may be spent for this purpose. In this fallen age of quarrel and dissension... If only the leading and wealthy persons of society agree to spend 50%, 50% of their income in the service of the Lord, as it is taught by Lord Caitanya Mahaprabhu, there is absolute certainty of converting this hell of pandemonium to the transcendental abode of the Lord. No one will disagree to partake in a function where good singing, dancing and refreshment are administered. Prabhupada's words are, are awesome. Huh? It's like administered like it's a hospital, like you know, get, you're getting the medicine. Everyone will attend such a function and everyone is sure to feel individually the transcendental presence of the Lord. This alone will help the attendant associate with the Lord and thereby purify himself in spiritual realization. The only condition for successfully executing such spiritual activities is that they must be conducted under the guidance of a pure devotee who is completely free from all mundane desires. That's why I've heard mundane desires, fruit of activities and dry speculations about the nature of the Lord. That's why I've heard that if you just have one pure devotee in a kirtan, even they're not the ones leading the kirtan, it adds so much you know, quality to the, to the kirtan. No one has to discover the nature of the Lord. It is already spoken by the Lord himself in the Bhagavad Gita especially and in all other Vedic literatures generally. We have simply to accept them in toto and abide by the orders of the Lord. That will guide us to the path of perfection. One can remain in his own position. No one has to change his position, especially in this age of variegated difficulties. The only condition is that one must give up the habit of dry speculation, aimed at becoming one with the Lord. And after giving up such lofty, puffed-up vanities, one may very submissively receive the orders of the Lord in the Bhagavad Gita or Bhagavatam, from the lips of a bona fide devotee whose qualification is mentioned above. That will make everything successful without a doubt. Om
0: Jnantimidandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurunmilitamjena Tasmai Shigurve Namaha Shichetanya Manobhishtam Stapitamye Nabhutale Svayam rupa kadamayam dadati svaha padantikam. Vandeham shri guru shri utapadakamalam. Shri vaishnavam Shri dupam
1: sagarjatam sahagana raguna tanvitam tam sajeevam. savadutam parijana sahitam.
0: Krishna chayhi Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padhan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakandvitamscha He Krishna Karunashindu Dhinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kantha Radha Kantha tapta kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha kripa sindhu bhyehevacha patitanam bhavane bhya namo namaha jayashi krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda
1: shri advaita gadadhar shri vasadi bhakta brinda
0: hari krishna Hare krishna 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 Krishna, hari hari Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.
1: So the verse again is, while performing duties according to the orders of Sri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one constantly remembers Him, His names and His qualities. So Prabhupada says in one purport that we should mold our life in such a way that we cannot, but we can't, cannot, But think of Krishna. So His Holiness Vaisheshika Prabhu also likes to say we should mold our sadhana in such a way that we get something from it. That we get, you know, everybody, we're all attracted to Krishna in different ways. Some people gravitate towards philosophy. Others may be more musically inclined. Others are inclined to service. You can see some people, they really, like we all find our niche after a certain amount of time in devotional practices. We find our niche. Not that we don't do all the other things. Prabhupada said we should do all the big things and small things, you know, that Prabhupada has asked us to do. But at the same time, we all have different Attractions towards Krishna's service. And we should find it and milk it. You know, we should get juiced up. Some people like to go on yatras more than others. You know what I'm getting at is that, you know, find, find the niche and, and go for it. Other people may like to manage. Other people may not like to do it, but they do it. And also get juice in an indirect way (laughs) from making the sacrifice. But whatever the service is that we take up, we should think of Krishna, right? In Bhagavad Gita, Krishna tells Arjuna, do your duty, fight and think of me, right? engage in devotional service. And think of me, engage in devotional service and then in one shloka and above all, control your mind and senses. So there's one physically we have to show up for whatever service that it is. That's one stage. We have to be there present physically, but our mind could be somewhere else. So to think of Krishna constantly and with quality means that our heart is in it, right? And that can't be faked. Maybe to to some people it can be... We can trick some of the people some of the time. <laughs> no. But you, not Krishna, because Krishna is in the heart. Right? Ishwara sarva bhutanam kriddeshe arjuna tiṣṭati That Krishna is situated closer to us than any other person. Just like we all want intimacy in relationships, there's nobody closer to who we really are as a jivatma, as a conscious being, than Krishna. Krishna is with us through all the different lifetimes. And just closer than close, it's explained that just like we can smell the aroma of a garden if you walk past it, Krishna can smell the intentions of our heart of every living entity he knows the innermost desires so like my guru likes to say he sees us from the inside out most people see us from the outside in and they can perceive a certain amount of who we are as a person but krishna sees us from the inside out it's explained just like who we are as a person as a soul is situated in the heart the heart is like the the center of the whole, and Krishna is in the heart of the heart, just like the go, the um, the women of Dwarka. When Krishna came there, and they went up to the rooftops because of the social etiquette at the time, they didn't rush down to where Krishna was and embrace him physically. They went to the rooftops to see him, and they am. They, just glancing at Krishna, they embraced him. And Krishna reciprocated with their desire to embrace him from within the heart. So I remember reading that thinking, wow, that's, that's very sweet. You know, people like to be embraced by their friends or Prabhuji, when I came, gave me a, uh, an embrace and it was very welcoming and touching. And Krishna is, Embracing from within. You know, he reciprocates with our desires and from within guides us, right? Tesham satata yuktanam vajatam the buddhi yogam tam yena te. So devotional service is to just like Mother Yashoda, she's binding Krishna with her affection. So all of us, we have the opportunity or we have the ability to bind Krishna. It's like, you know, they say that Krishna is tri right? Shamam tri-banga-lalitam. That he's very beautifully threefold bending form. So it's hard to get, you know, he's crooked. It's hard to get him in the, in the heart. But once he's in there, it's so crooked, it's hard, you can't get him out. <laughs> And that's like in some Vaishnava poetry, there's are saying, Krishna, you may, you're supremely independent. You can go anywhere in all the three worlds and you can create unlimited universes and go here and appear there and disappear. But I'll capture you as a, <laughs> in my heart and I'll never let you go. So this is the thing that Krishna admits. How he's conquered, you know, like in the Damodarasthakam, I'm conquered and overwhelmed by pure loving devotion. So the supreme, unlimitedly powerful cause of all causes is overwhelmed by any act of devotion. Why? Because it's imbued with the Chladini Shakti, and that Khladini Shakti is Radharani. It's it's Radharani's potency, Bhakti Devi herself, the tiny jiva that has the ananda. Even if it's quantitatively we may think, oh, it's you know, we're satchid ananda, we're part and parcel of Krishna, eternal, full of consciousness and bliss. But that little bliss, or so to speak, it's spiritual. So this I sometimes I think, oh you know, so they say that the soul is one ten thousandth the tip of a hair. Right? And then so how many? how much if you take a hair and cut cut it ten times and then cut one of those ten times, that's the size of a hair, or one ten thousand? One more time? So three tens? So yeah, then that's so small you can't even see it, but then I'm thinking, well it's not even material in the first place. But I guess it's I mean from my neophyte understanding. It's just a way of understanding how unmaterial, how, you know. But that materially insignificant thing is spiritually more so significant that it can overpower and can conquer and control the supreme cause of all potencies. Krishna. Why? Why? Because Radharani is that potency of love when we just decide our desire to act in our true nature. And right here, remember Krishna. we we'll do something for Krishna and remember Krishna. Then we're being imbued with the love of the topmost worshiper, the topmost lover, and the better half of Krishna, Radharani. So while performing duties according to the order of Sri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one constantly remembers Him, His names and His qualities. So this is the eternal nature of the soul is to engage in kirtan, in glorifying Krishna's qualities. And it just gets better and better. Like there was this uh, Prabhupada disciple... I used to live in the New dwarka as a brahmachari. And he had been there many years. And he went past me and the other devotee. And he was like, how would you guys like the Rath Yatra? And we were like, oh, it was very amazing. And then the person I was with, Hare Krishna Sudarshan. So the other person I was with... Or then the Prabhupada disciple said, It was my best, my favorite Rathyatra ever. And then the devotee I was with, he was he was a little bit he would say not mentally retarded, but I don't know if that that's not appropriate way, a politically correct way to say things these days, but he was slow mentally. It's probably not right to say either. But anyways, he was like, I'll let you in on a little secret. It just keeps getting better. So that's like Spiritual life is anandam vardanam, right? It's an ever-increasing ocean of bliss. You may do the same thing, like Mother Yaśodā. She's feeding Krishna eternally, or dressing Him, or like the pujarīs. That's why we don't even have to go to the spiritual world. Let's just go to this temple. There's devotees that have dressed Kalachanji for 30, 40 years, and their dedication, and their absorption, and their bhāva is increasing, They may do the same thing, offer incense. Four, two, three, seven, you know, same thing, day after day. But the emotional experience for them and for Krishna is increasing. And this is tangible. And like in the purport, Prabhupada says that by chanting, dancing and refreshments, we should spread this experience of how to qualitatively remember Krishna. So just a few thoughts on this verse and purport. Any reflections, devotees, or comments or questions? Sudarshan, the microphone is coming your way. Checking on the mic.
2: Haribo Prabhu. Um, you said that the emotion is ever-increasing, but one can mistake emotion for a material feeling. So if you can just elaborate on that. Haribo.
1: Yeah, it's like... Sometimes, you know, it can go both ways. Sometimes you may think, oh, this person's very enthusiastic for... For Harinam. But actually it may just be karmically, they may be musically situated. Right? And then another person, they may not have like, let's say, astrologically, they have no musical ability. Right? So you may think, oh, this person's more absorbed in the Yuga Dharma because they're so enthusiastic in Kirtan. But Krishna is in the heart, you know, and the, the reciprocation comes from Krishna within. And we're not doing it, I mean sometimes of course most of, like, I think with Giriraj Swami, who comes here often and gives his association, said that, Prabhupada, you know, The other day I I think I you know, I fell into Maya a little bit. Prabhupada said, You're always in Maya. You may fall into Krishna once in a while. You know, so most of the time, yeah, we're we're right now we're practicing pure devotional service. So most of the endeavors are tainted with some fault. But that's okay. You know, that's to be expected. It's not to be expected that just, you know, a few years or even a few decades that the pure spiritual emotions are going to be expressed or even felt. But even a shadow, a shadow experience is good. You know, to start off with, if you're in the shower, we shouldn't be criticized. You know, hey, this person's dirty. That's not the real thing. Look at that. So that's one way of looking at it that, yeah, you know, we're all covered over by different, you know, materialistic motivations. So to experience pure spiritual emotions is not going to be so common. And, but we shouldn't get, you know, depressed or we shouldn't get uh, our enthusiasm checked because, you know, we're not, like it says, if you don't, Shed tears while chanting the holy name, then you should know that your heart is steel framed. Mm. How many? How can? How can? How could we function if we every time, we, like it says here, while performing your duties, we should, you know, according to Krishna's order, we should constantly remember Krishna. If we were having ecstatic symptoms, it'd be like nothing would be getting done. This restaurant would be going on. People would try to clean something, like. <laughs> so yeah, so at, at, at different stages of our purification towards real spiritual emotions, we should be you know honest with ourselves, and that's why we should always have mentors, you know we should have people that we respect as more advanced than us to check in with, you know, I'm feeling like this when I chant. And, uh, I'm thinking I should do this service with this feeling. What do you, what do you think? You know, get feedback from those that we can open our hearts to. And, uh, was that the right angle of of the question? Because there was another angle I was going to go, but I forgot. What's that? The emotions may be spiritual. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, that sometimes people may think, oh, because, yeah, they think that spiritual energy means the opposite of material energy. So, oh, there shouldn't be emotion. There should we shouldn't, you know, Okay, I'm a person. I have certain likes and dislikes, certain emotional ways of relating to people. So that's that's the mundane energy. So spiritual would mean that I'm I don't have emotions that I don't that I'm not a person. That's how, you know, some people come to that wrong understanding. So then they don't. Yeah. Nurture those emotions, whereas in. Personalism, Vaishnavism, when we understand that, yeah, who we are as a person is meant to have the highest emotional experience. Just like in the mundane, perverted reflection, a crush on somebody. Jai Prabhu. Have a great day. A you know, a mundane crush on somebody usually happens when you're a teenager. That overcomes your whole consciousness. And that's a perverted reflection. And usually it ends up in a, you know, heartbreak, yeah. So there is a reality for that, and that's that every one of us is madly in love with Krishna. And to just to see Krishna. Just like it's the same thing with the mundane crush, but it's not the same. It's, it looks the same, but it doesn't. Increase spiritual pleasure. It doesn't increase the pleasure. It ends one thing, and it becomes frustrated, the material thing. But the spiritual, but the reality is that the soul is in love with with Krishna so much so like you can't take it, you know, to like to see. Oh, Krishna was was. or you hear Krishna's flute in the distance, and you just drop whatever you're doing. And you run because you want to be. It maddens the mind. Krishna's. Why does Krishna play the flute? To totally attract. What does Krishna's name mean? Like attract, attract to pull one towards towards you. You know, Krishna's playing the flute. Krishna's smile. Krishna's glance. Krishna's dancing. Everything is to attract all of us to his. Loving service. And he, it's just like, you know, if we, Prabhupada says that if you look at the mundane, you know, example of personal, of personhood, we all like to hear our name, you know, people, I don't want to be gross and, you know, say, say my name kind of thing that, You know, people want to say, say like that. But Krishna also likes that. Well, what are we doing? We're saying it all, all the, all day long. And we're saying it, singing it. Talking about it, <clears throat> and Krishna is the, you know, center of all pleasure, and he's wants to expand. That's what sometimes they say that you know, although we're eternal, sometimes they say that Krishna expands for more pleasure, for more loving exchanges, and that's why there's unlimited living entities. So yeah, the the real way to share Krishna consciousness is to taste Krishna consciousness. The Lord Chaitanya, he was so intent on becoming Krishna conscious and chanting constantly and dancing himself. He was absorbed in in his own pursuit of loving Krishna, that whatever spilled over, that's what was... What we call preaching, that's what other people got, you know. So in our same pursuits, like Prabhupada says in this purport, we shouldn't just hear and chant ourselves. We shouldn't just try to engage in Krishna's service, but we should arrange that others can engage and taste Krishna's sweetness. Because everything else, there's, there's, there's unlimited things in the, the material world is Unlimitedly mutable. That means the material energy it can it can change and it can have so many varieties of things. But Bhakti Sadanta Sarasati Takur says there's no lack of anything in the material world, except for Krishna consciousness. So that's the one thing that where every soul is hankering for: real love, real pleasure, and the more we qualitatively hunger for it. The more Krishna gives it to us, gives himself to us through his holy name, through his devotees, and the more we have something to give to others of quality. Just like the first time I went to a temple, I was 19 years old. It was a second avenue, you know, matchless gifts in New York. I didn't even, I got an invitation because I saw the Harinam party and I walked in that little storefront and immediately just by the atmosphere I was like, this is it. This is powerful. So you can, somebody could sit on an airplane seat where Prabhupada previously sat and make spiritual advancement. I mean, eventually they would have to probably read, <laughs> read some books, Prabhupada's books also. I'll just end with one story unless there's other is there more anybody else would like to say something it was an excellent class as always thank you what what really stuck to me was how you brought about the point that we are so tiny yet by doing our devotional practice by pleasing Krishna because it's covered with internal potency. You know, the ladhani Shakti, we can control the super soul. I thought that was profound. I heard Radha Swami say it, so I was like, very yeah, because sometimes we think, how can somebody of my stature, you know, insignificance, we may think, please Krishna. But that energy krishna admits love is what touches the heart and even the of the supreme so even the tiniest thing krishna's ready krishna's rasaraj the king of all loving exchanges and he's playful and wanting that just like if you have a child that always wants to play, you know, or always is ready at any moment—doesn't matter, you know. So Krishna is unlimitedly like that with unlimited living entities. Let's play. Let's let's exchange.
2: Thank you for the class too. I I, I really like the point you made about Krishna seeing us from within. And, and it goes back to his, his question too. One story I heard was, uh, about Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur is that he's taking darshan of the deities and he doesn't have his glasses on. And his disciple says, oh Guru Maharaj, let me go, let me go get your glasses so you can, you can have the darshan with the deities. And he says, you think I see Krishna with these eyes, you know? So, it, I was also thinking about King Pratapurudra upon seeing Lord Chaitanya, you know, Mahaprabhu's in his ecstasies, foaming out the mouth, he's covered in dust, and he couldn't quite understand until he had the dream of Jagannath as well, so it's like, we should also aim for that platform of seeing within first, even the deity, you know, there's so much familiarity that can take place amongst devotees, not understanding how rare it is to to have this opportunity to see the Lord Lord in in the form of the deity, or to see devotees and work with devotees, um, regardless of what their external shortcomings may be, how rare it is. You know, some of us work or, or some of us are really engaged with family family dealings that may not be devotees. And we're actually just so malnourished of that association. And then when we do have it, sometimes we we become familiar with it. So 538 of Brahma Samhita as well It's saying that our our eyes are to be anointed with the the pulp of love. But then it says Shamasundha resides within the heart as well. So, you know, either we're doing this external mechanical process or we're constantly trying to channel that from within. So I really appreciate that point of Krishna seeing within. He's not looking at these silly faults, you know, these babies falling down, you know. He's always picking us up and he's seeing that essence because he knows. So you know, otherwise we're just familiar if we're doing some mechanical thing, and then there's no taste. We become easily distracted or, or disturbed. So it's trying to see. I mean, especially. I mean, I, I live in a in a community where it's just basically my wife and I bringing something up. But coming to the temple, it's you can see how it, it's very demanding, very intense to be very purifying to be around so many devotees that may have different ways of wanting to serve Krishna, but still we should make that extra endeavor to see that everybody's making an effort. But when you go out in Dallas, what, 9 million, 10 million people here? How many are coming to the temple? So it's a, it's a very rare opportunity. I really appreciate that point. Thank you.
1: Thank you. What's your name?
2: Uh, Bhagavan Narda Das. Jai. Nice to meet you. Thank you for sharing.
1: Yeah. Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur would say, don't try to see the deity. When we take darshan, we go to be seen by the deity. There was a story I heard there was a blind man who would go to the temple every day and just like everybody else go right up to the altar and do his pranams and after some time the pujari was like, you know, with with all respects you you can't see at all. You know, you come every day for darshan and the devotee, the blind man said, I come to present myself before the, the Lord and show him that I'm, I'm ready for service. <laughs> Whatever you want, I'm, you know. Just like Vaisheshika Prabhu, sometimes if you see when he takes darshan, his bodily stature, he's like, like a, he stands and then I see like at a certain stage, like he comes and stands by the deity and then at a certain stage he likes, stands a little taller and like, kind of like, you know, like a military soldier, like ready for your order. Yes, Kalachanji, point me in the direction and I'll go. So yeah, it's the Seva Bhav, Sevananda, you know, the pleasure of service is what the soul, everybody is hankering for an experience. And the ecstasy in in higher stages like that pure devotee who was feeling spiritual overwhelmed with spiritual love was fanning the deity and crying you know tear he was feeling so grateful and so much love that he got that opportunity to and it was he he condemned the the ecstasy because it was checking his his service so he was like you know <laughs> he was more concerned about the, so that's love. Love means that we want to sacrifice to give pleasure to the beloved. And this is that, that's the eternal reciprocation of the soul wanting to give pleasure to Krishna, give pleasure to Krishna's devotees, without thinking, oh, because then the subtle thing may be there, oh yeah, I've heard that if we, we sacrifice, Then I'll get pleasure, you know. I'll get. That's a subtle thing that'll check also the pure, loving reciprocation. So that's where, yeah, we're all here to help the mood of the soul of all of us and collectively. Sometimes, you know, we may think to get to the pure stage. It's so you know hard to get free from all of the lifetimes of not wanting to serve Krishna, to get, you know, to the... Sometimes we might think, man, it's just so tough on my own. In one sense, you know, we have to fly our own airplane, right? At the time of death, they say, we may have taken so much instructions and inspiration from devotees, but at the time of death, you have to fly your own airplane. Where are you going to put your intentions? Where is your consciousness? What are you going to do? What do you want? So in one sense, but in the other sense is that it's a group effort. We're all here to inspire each other to raise our mood of pleasing Krishna. It's like this morning I woke up the deities. Now, I didn't make the milk sweets. Sometimes I think, you know, Krishna, I'm offering you this good stuff, you know. I didn't, somebody else went and milked the cow. You know, they have a farm project just 40 minutes away or so. And they offer him some milk. Then they make, somebody else milks the cow. Another person might bring the milk. Another person makes the sweets. I may offer it. Another person, you know, eats the sweets. Everybody, everybody gets the the sweetness. So, yeah, we're here yeah we should see that the Sankirtan is a group effort of petitioning the Lord's mercy, and it's yeah a f- very deep and um mature stage to be able to work our best in cooperation with others, especially when we're 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 going through the anartha nivritti stage together, so yeah that's a fine art and a mature understanding of okay, I got this false ego circumstance of my own and I'm trying to like get rid of it along with other people that are, you know, in the (laughs) purificatory process. So yeah, it's could be a little rough. But what's that this isn't a Krishna conscious phrase, but the only way to through it is to go through it i mean the only way to get through it is to go through it not like you know we may think okay i'm just gonna not you know once it gets a little touchy i'll just do my own thing chant by myself hey, you go chant japa by yourself for a certain amount of time then what is what is it going to lead to you're going to be like i got to get around to Bodhi's and do some kirtan i got to do a i got to do a, you know a project with some other devotees and help share what I've been ge- received, what I've received. Okay friends, thank you so much. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki. Go Premanandi.